Hey Mavens, welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. We have an amazing episode for you today and we're so excited. There's so much goodness and remember that everything we talk about in this episode can be found on our show notes, which are on our website, www.beautymavenscollective.com slash podcast. We link things and we kind of recap the episode. Um, and while you're checking that out, don't forget to subscribe and give us some ratings and reviews on our podcast. But it better be five stars. <laughs> Welcome to the Beauty Mavens podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. Today we're going to be talking to a true brow maven. Not only is she an amazing artist, which she is, and has clients who travel from Florida to get their brows done by her. We're in Utah, so that's on the other side of the U.S., guys. She is the owner of Taylor K Brows & Co., which has only been open for three years, and it's already on its second location. She has been certified in permanent cosmetics since 2016 and has completed over 600 microblading procedures. Holy cow. I know. That's amazing. She is a wife and a mom to the cutest 10-month-old baby boy. She takes several continued education classes and has spent nearly $15,000 in the last three years on extra education. She is a three-time certified master microblading artist and two-time certified ombre artist. Welcome to the podcast, Taylor Davis. Oh, thanks, guys. That was nice. Whoa, that is quite the... I know. Re- uh, not resume. What am I trying to say? I wrote that so you didn't know it was coming. No, I didn't. That was amazing. <laughs> Plus, thanks. you've taken like other business classes and stuff too, right? So many, yeah. It's really awesome because in Salt Lake, they offer like free business mentorships and free business courses to small business owners. So I try to take advantage of those and then just, you know, talking to other people in the industry and stuff like that yeah we yeah. need to take advantage of those that's awesome okay so we always start our episodes with our highs and lows of the week so um i guess i'll start yeah um okay both of mine have to do with business this week so my high is i'm a trainer for elibana um and i just did a training today actually and one of my students so the training went great that's like what the high is and one of my students Sold retail to every single one of her models. And, she, like, she wasn't even, like, getting a commission off of it. She just did it just because it was amazing. I was like, that keep going, so cool. girl. Yeah. yeah. So that was my high. Um, and then my low was we had to renew our business license for the year. And I thought it was just, like, a $20 fee. No, it was, like, it was pretty expensive. And I wasn't expecting that. So that was a low. But took care of that. So I hate that stuff. It's not a $20 fee. <laughs> I'm just glad you take care of that because I didn't even know you were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Krista does all the business stuff, which is really nice. She's mm-hmm. those little boring classes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What are those classes? Um, just- yeah, they like you can look them up online and they like have different categories, you know. So, I went to a few that were more aimed towards accounting and keeping track of that. And just, I mean, when I was first getting started, he totally helped me. Like, here's a checklist, here's everything you have to do to be legit, and he helped me through that whole process. That's, That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, 
when so I only wrote down my low and when you were talking I was like oh I have my other one but I just realized there are two lows <laughs> so <laughs> I don't okay. know what my high is yet but okay my first low should I just do two lows or is that bad no do it and then maybe you have to like crack a joke to make it positive or something <laughs> okay well okay actually no this turns into a high okay so last so I've been you can probably hear my voice is like a little a little froggy yeah a little froggy <laughs> I have been sick like, not really, but kind of. It's just, like, I have a scratchy throat and whatever. I feel like a cold's coming on. So, last night, I, like, could not get the scratch out of my throat. And I literally ate the whole bag of cough drops. Like, they were gone. And I was laying in bed, and I just, like, couldn't clear my throat. And it was just scratching. So, I was Googling, like, what are some at-home remedies? And one of them was, like, use oregano oil. Essential, like, essential oil. <laughs> put two drops on the sides of your tongue and let it like drizzle to the back of your throat and I was like oh I have doTERRA oregano oil and I've never known what to use it for so perfect I was stoked so I go get in my essential oils and I put the oil on and it burnt so bad (laughs) and it was so bitter and it was disgusting I was like about to throw up it was so gross and it hurt and I was like this is miserable but I guess my high is that I don't know how it happened but it kind of did help and I ended up falling asleep so there you go <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> I don't know I guess it kind of worked but it was horrible like have five water bottles if you're gonna do that because it was so gross Ew, yeah that's like, terrible stung <laughs> my Did mouth. you just like eat regular oregano or no I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's that sounds terrible. Okay, what's your other low that turns high? This one didn't turn high, but I no, it's um, just a low. It's just a low. I this morning I was like feeling all productive, and I was getting to the studio early, which is what I try and do, but it's kind of hard because I drive forty minutes, and I'm always like have something else to do in the morning. I feel like, but I was like on top of it, and I was so excited like get there before Kristen (laughs) and have things set up and I got my like uh tumbler tumbler yeah that keeps all my water cold and I like filled it full of ice and water and I squoze half my lemon in it which I do every day and it's like seriously makes me so happy having my tumbler full of lemon water and I was carrying all this stuff out to the car so I set it on my car got in the car and drove off and I like thought I hit something like I heard this like bang and my tumbler my drink fell off but then now I was running late at this point so I had to bring an empty tumbler (laughs) oh I was gonna say did you stop and get it (laughs) no well I like went and picked it up it was just right outside my house but I didn't have time to run in so I had to fill up my water with the drinking fountain water (laughs) and there's no ice (laughs) you poor problem (laughs) it was was a rough day guys (laughs) okay okay all right um let's see my high I've been so spoiled because my husband he doesn't really travel for work and since we've had our baby he's literally like and even since we got married two years ago like we have spent every single night together but I mean this is more specifically since we had the baby and so he left on Thursday for like a bachelor party until Sunday so I had the baby by myself Thursday night Friday night and Saturday night and like so four full days and three nights and oh my gosh like it just made me realize how much he does and like how nice it is just to be able to like I take 50% 
and he takes 50 yeah. percent and like yeah. even just our attention like I don't have to pay 100 percent attention because he has the other part you know yeah so it was just that was the well I guess that was the high and a low because it was like low when he left and then when he came home like that was Such the best thing. so that was my that was yeah. more my high I guess um my low though is when he was gone I felt like the worst mom. He was probably like, you're not paying attention to him. But um, he was on the sidewalk in front of our house, and he, like, saw this huge bee on the ground, and he went to pick it up, and he put it in his mouth, and it oh, stung no. his lip. Oh, no. And baby. literally, it was, like, out to here. It was the biggest lip ever, and it looked, oh, my How gosh. Is he? He's 10 months. Oh, my And it was just gosh, the saddest thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know who cried harder, honestly, because when he did that, <laughs> oh. I started crying, too. I'm, like, the worst at that. I'm like, <gasps> I freak out, and I cry with him, and he's, oh, you know, so probably sad. doesn't make him feel better, but I don't know what else to do, so. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, so there's mine. Poor, wow, that's a low for little yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Taylor, so we love to hear everyone's story, how they got started in the beauty industry, how they started their business, whatever, mm -hmm. so let's just hear your story. Okay, so I was always super interested in the beauty industry, but um, my parents told me I had to go to college first, you know, so I went to the <laughs> University of Utah and got my degree. Like, the whole time, I was like, Mom, I want to drop out. I want to go to beauty school, and she said, no, you're going to get your degree first, and then you can do that if you want, so... I got my degree and then I was just done with school. You know, I didn't want to go back again. So I got yeah. a job, but I thought it was going to be like the perfect happy medium because it was working for a plastic surgeon. So I kind of got a little bit of that beauty side of things. And fun. then like I used my degree. So I, I thought I was going to be happy there forever. What was your degree in? It was in communication. Okay. So, I mean, it kind of, I didn't get it for nothing. Like yeah, marketing yeah. and stuff. I feel like it definitely has helped me, but. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, so I was working for that plastic surgeon, and people would come in all the time, and they'd. it was around the time that people started to notice eyebrows. Mm -hmm. um, they'd come in all the time and be like, oh my gosh, your eyebrows look so good. Who does them? And I was like, I do them. I can, I mean, like, I don't really do them, but, like, I can help you, you know? I can show you how to fill them in, and I just, like, would tweeze them and shape them and show them how to do their eyebrows, and I just realized how much I loved it. And how happy that was making people. And so, so um, cool. yeah. And so <laughs> then I called my mom on my way home from work. And I was like, mom, what if I start doing eyebrows? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, probably thinking it's like another one of my things. I'll start and then quit like two days later. Right, yeah. <laughs> so on my way home, I went. This is like I didn't have any licensing or anything. You know, I went to Sally's and I bought everything that you needed to wax. And I was just like all my family I'm like anybody's eyebrows I could get my hands on I was just like seeing if I liked it you know and I just I loved it so much so I ended up doing an apprenticeship through the doctor that I worked for um to get my esthetician license so that was super lucky and I'm was really the doctor uh esthetician um he had an esthetician there and so she was your instructor yes that's cool yeah and so it was super nice because I felt like it was more like real world experience you know and I got to yeah. do like I don't know I got to do a lot of focus on eyebrows like I wanted to yeah um so yeah I got my license I started in my mom's basement and um within 10 months I grew my clientele to where I could quit my job and my mom bought a little house for me and we turned it into a salon and Cute. I quit my job and it was terrifying and we bought that and I just started doing Went it full it. time yeah 
That's so cool. Crazy. I can't believe it's already been three years. It's nuts. Yeah, that's so awesome that your mom's so supportive, too, to, like, help you get that location. Oh, my gosh. I seriously, I couldn't have done it without her. And (laughs) I know it was the biggest risk for her, but it was the best thing ever. Well, it's totally paid off. Yeah. And now you have your second location. That's so exciting. Yes. So we outgrew that one. um, And now we moved into a bigger space that'll be better for, like, teaching and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so cool. That is amazing. I didn't know you did an apprenticeship. Maddie also is doing an apprenticeship through me. I'm her Mm -hmm. instructor. But I think if I would have known that they existed and were an option, I wouldn't have gone to school. I would have been an apprentice somewhere. So I'm really jealous of you two getting your education that way. It's the best. Well, it is because I feel like in school they teach you a lot of things that aren't really, like, people don't do anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, in hair school, I don't know, like, they do so many perms, and it's like, okay, I mean, how many are you actually going to uh, yeah. do? It's, like, real things that you can, I don't know, apply to your everyday yeah. job. I know. I'm studying for the master's test, and I'm like, okay, I don't care about <laughs> Vichy showers. I yeah. don't care about body wraps. Like, maybe someone does, but I'm like... I'm not going to do that. Like, it's so dumb. Oh, and that it's I have on to know the practical. That. And you have yeah. to do the body wrap, like, on your arm. Yeah. yeah it's so dumb. But, <laughs> now we've been practicing. I'm like, yeah. This is so dumb. Yeah. Well, and think about this. Maddie is, I mean, all she has left is to get her license. And she has a full clientele. She knows how to rebook people. She knows how to sell retail. Mm-hmm. I came out of school with nothing. Right. So, yeah. if you're out there wanting to go to beauty school, try to find an apprentice first. It's such a great option. Yes. Now that we just freaking were talking about this, I feel like so much pressure that I have to go take my test. Yeah, you got to get that taken care of. Everyone's going to hold me accountable. <laughs> I should have taken it probably. When was my 10 months up? Because when I was doing it, you had to do it within 10 months. I think oh. they just recently changed it, didn't they? Yeah. They like you can't it. do it faster than 10 months. So okay. I think my 10 months was up in August. Yeah. It's been a couple so months. It's time to take the test. But I mean, I'm still, it's still legal, guys. I'm still an apprentice. The hardest I'm part is fine. filling out your logs. Like uh, your time cards. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. so hard. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Okay, well, hopefully my high soon will be that I pass my test. Yeah, on my next <laughs> episode. <laughs> Everyone look forward to that. Okay, so I feel like so you've really niched down on brows. Like mm-hmm. you pretty much only do brows, right? Yeah. So. What do you do? Like, do you do permanent makeup? Do you just do waxing? Okay, so when I first started, I was just doing waxing and tinting, and that I still do a ton of that because that's what I built my base clientele, you know? Um, and then I would say, so I still do a lot of that, but then I do tons. Most of my clientele is now microblading and then really switching over to more like the powder ombre brows. Okay. Yeah. So do you do a machine? Do you do soft tap? I do machine for the powder brows and cool. then the microblading, you know? hand tool yeah yeah so you kind of do everything i'm curious just for my own curiosity what's your favorite wax i really like it sounds so lame but i just use the satin smooth the zinc oxide wax Mm -hmm. i think i like found that from kelly baker because that's what she uses i love her i'm obsessed with everything she's oh my gosh anything she says (laughs) yeah yeah, okay do it (laughs) yeah so i use the zinc oxide wax i like soft wax for eyebrows i do too yeah i don't i'm hard wax is hard for me it is it's harder to manipulate yeah i feel like i can get cleaner lines when i use soft soft wax and then i can kind of thread but ooh, that's hard it looks it hard, looks hard. I don't know. yeah that's yeah. really cool though so what was your process like i guess you kind of just 
organically started with brows yeah so like i didn't like you know do a bunch of things and then decide like narrowed it down to eyebrows i literally got my license to do Do eyebrows but i would say like to people out there you know if you're i don't know i think it's pretty apparent when you find sorry (laughs) putting that on silent okay (laughs) i think it's pretty apparent when you find your thing you know like what you love doing the most and then i really think that it's important to like you can do other things, but put all of your focus and, like, your energy into that one thing and, like, get known for that. Yeah. yeah. You know? Totally. You know, I've, yeah, I think it's really good. I feel like I, I was just listening to podcasts today that they were talking, they were saying the opposite. I feel like most people say, like, find something you love and, like, be really good at one thing. But I was listening to one podcast today and they were saying, you should offer it all. And and I agree in a way. I don't know. It's it's like, I could see both sides. Because it's, like, sure. nice that we – I mean, we when we opened our studio, we were, like, okay, our girls were coming in for lash lifts. But if they were, like, oh, I need to get a Brazilian before my wedding, I don't want to send them yeah. to a different studio. I don't want to, like, turn them down. So we were kind of offering it all. Now that we have employees and booth renters, that now we can say, okay – you, you're still staying at the salon, but okay, go to Jen. She's going to do your wax. She's amazing. It's really nice. So I can, like, see it in both ways. I don't know. I'm just kind of talking out loud, and I don't <laughs> like talking my thoughts, and I don't know if it's making sense. But No, it makes sense. I think, like, the one th- – like, you pick the thing that's going to get people in the door, and then you can offer everything to that person. Yeah. But as far as, like, marketing, it's really hard to market yourself, in my opinion, for, like, for, like ev- yeah, for yeah. everything. Yeah, I agree. And you've done that so well. Like, if you go to your page, it's all brows. Thank it's you. even called Brows by Taylor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that name. But, um, I mean, and I do, I can, I mean, I understand because you get bored doing the same thing all the time. Yeah. But I felt like with brows, that's why I learned ombre brows. I learned um, microblading. I learned removal. I learned color correction. Like, you know, there's so many different aspects. So just because mm-hmm. you just do eyebrows, like you can do tons of different things with eyebrows. Yeah. And because you do lashes, you can do tons of different things with lashes, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So maybe just niche down on one part of the hair of somebody's body. Lashes, <laughs> brows, hair, waxing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so I feel like a lot of people out there are going to I mean, Maddie kind of talked about this, we don't want to turn them away for these services, but how are you keeping your books filled? by only doing brows do you have any tips for keeping your books filled or growing a clientele um I would say um well what's helped me the most everyone's gonna say this and I know everyone's on Instagram but seriously Instagram like I would say 90% of my clientele always say I found you on Instagram yeah um and I I would totally agree with that it's so it really is so crazy so I think how to I don't know people a lot of people don't know how to work Instagram and how to you know like use it to their advantage but hashtags have helped me a lot um like put those on every single picture even though you feel like it's annoying do you what? have a specific hashtag I was just gonna say what kind of things are you hashtagging because I feel like there's hashtags and then there's strategic hashtagging right so I have like in my notes I'm gonna pull it up right now because I just copy and paste it so I put the same hashtags on every picture um so like any city that's around me like I do like Davis count well I do Davis County microblading Mm -hmm. Centerville microblading Salt Lake City like any big cities that are around you put that in there Mm -hmm. um and then like I put I don't very broad ones cosmetic tattoo Utah makeup artist um I use the brand of machine I use is called Neptune so I put like Neptune PMU 
um, Salt Lake Browse. Like, just, I don't know. I It seems like every, like, when I'm typing in the hashtags, they're kind of the same thing. I just change it up a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, that's how it works when somebody types it in, you know? So yeah. you kind of use some hashtags that are more broad, like permanent makeup, and then some that are more... Like very Narrow down to your, to your location area. and your demographic. and Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what we teach in our courses, too, because there are people who are going to just be looking at per- permanent cosmetic. The downside of that is there's 1 million and 10 pictures, <laughs> so it's, like, harder to be seen, but you still can be seen. And then, but there's going to be people in Salt Lake who live here who are like, oh, Okay, Salt Lake Microblade. Like when I want my nail before I was going to Kirsten, when I wanted my nails done, I'd be like, nails in Provo. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, who's doing nails? And like, and honestly, a lot of people weren't hashtagging that. And I was like, I can't find anyone. And yeah, then I'm yeah. like, I guess I could Google like a nail salon. In my head, I was like, no, my hashtags. Like, I want to see, I don't who's know. actually posting about it. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's like who's relevant and who's probably good at what they're doing. And I think even beyond that is once you're like once they type that hashtag in and it pulls up all the pictures, I'm way more drawn to the ones that are like very well done. That's um, true. Light, like not it has, all good. yeah, because there's so many that are on there where blurry, I don't know. And yeah, dark. like looks like my mom took it <laughs> and like tried to edit it on like photo collage or something. Yeah. You know, like I'm way more drawn to the ones that are like super bright and crisp and right. like their eyes pop. So I think yeah going beyond your hashtag and making sure your picture is going to stand out with all the other pictures yes. yeah totally agree with that if and, you oh <laughs> go <laughs> if you like go through a full day of clients and none of the pictures turn out they're blurry their lighting's off or whatever just delete them yeah don't try to post them just because you have them yeah it's like it's not worth my it. top tip <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten so picky now. Like, if I don't comb their, if I forget to comb their eyelashes and one's like twisted or they haven't gotten a fill in a while, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't post your eyebrows because (laughs) I know you need a lash fill. (laughs) Yeah. Or they have 15 straight across your eyes. Sometimes I'm like, if I'm doing brows and they don't have great lashes, I'm like, close your eyes. And I'm like, I just want to see the brows. (laughs) Your lashes are distracting, chick. Uh Just kidding. That's rude. But (laughs) sometimes it's true. Um, also, I like that you're hashtagging brands because that's they're going to go on there and then that gives you an opportunity to maybe be like for them to feature your work on their page. Like there's so much yeah. strategy in what you were saying. So yeah, yeah totally. I agree. I like Love that. that. What? So your Instagram is you have a quite a big following. What have you done to grow that? I engagement is seriously has been my biggest thing. So um, I'll go on it. It's so tedious, but you follow people that, like, you know, you think would be interested in your page. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of them will actually follow you back after you follow them. And then you just, like, go through and, like, like their pictures. Like, show that, like, you're actually interested in their page. Mm -hmm. Like, comment on some of them. You know, like, just really try to engage with your followers. Um and even people like that you just follow that aren't following you back like go on their page it sounds it's so tedious and like for a while I just had to take like an hour every night and go on to random people's pages and like their pictures and comment but I think that's what helped me the very most yeah yeah I agree it is tedious but it's so worth it. it but it's hard <laughs> but I like the idea of blocking out time where you're like hey I'll do 30 minutes in the morning 30 minutes at night or 30 minutes during my lunch break or mm-hmm. an hour I'll block it off in my schedule and I'll go, like, engage with people. Do you ever go engage on hashtags or not really? Not really, but 
I yeah. should. I know. So we, you know, how you can, did you know you can follow hashtags now? Yeah. So we follow like Borboletta lashes because we use exclusively Borboletta or I don't know, something like that. And then we see when people are hashtagging that and then it's nice because they're showing up in our feed mm-hmm. and then it's easy to engage or sometimes I'll just go to like skincare. I don't know, whatever, yeah. whatever. And I'll just go like esthetician and I'll just go comment and like a bunch of people and you don't even have to follow them. Like it does help, but even just like commenting and liking or, but be genuine too. Right. But even just, we'll just go on and comment and engage and that even helps yeah, and build community. One thing that I've started doing when I'm engaging is cause I'll always go, I try to make the comment as relevant as possible. Like most people are putting a question in their post. So if you're commenting on people's pictures, answer the question they're asking. Um, and then when they'll always, if I'm like, oh, these lashes are so pretty, whatever, they'll come back and say, thank you. I always go back and be like, oh, you're welcome. I'm like, of course, they look amazing or whatever. Every time I do that, if they didn't follow me before, they follow me after because they know, like, I genuinely care. Yeah. I wasn't just leaving a comment and bouncing, like... I would, I'm really engaging with them and yeah. going back to their page. So I feel like I've, since I started doing that, that's helped a lot with my engagement. Yeah. Followers growing. And yeah. And then it puts you higher up on Instagram too, right? Yeah, like the with the, and everything. Yeah. The more comments you have, I don't know that all, that's confusing to me, but <laughs> I hate so stuff. much <laughs> yeah. Instagram yeah. beast, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's awesome. So most of your clientele is from Instagram. Yes. Where would you say the other 10% is coming from? Word of mouth. Like all referrals. Do you I have mean, a referral program or just in general referrals? Um, not, I don't have one that's like written in stone, mm-hmm. but my clients that have referred a lot of people to me, I make sure to take care of them. And I mean, that's maybe one mistake I've made too, is I think I, like I, I do a little bit too much sometimes, like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this client's come to me like five times in a row. I need to give them a discount or like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I maybe do a little bit too much, but yeah, I, um, if they've referred a lot of people to me, their next service, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you've referred three people to me. I'll like take $20 off or yeah. Yeah. So nothing like specific, but I take care of my clients. That's nice. That's like one thing that we're really big on is taking care of your current clients. Mm -hmm. Um, But we always do it in a way, we try to always do it in a way that they they earn their discount. So if they refer somebody to us, if they post their brows on Instagram and tag us, if they leave us a review, something like that, then we'll reward them with a discount. Yeah. 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 I I love that. Me too. So... When you were just starting at your house, I'm just going to like switch gears unless you have any more questions about this. No, I'm good. Okay. So when you were starting from your house, was it just you or did you start getting a team? It was just me at my house and it was in a room in my basement. It wasn't even in a bedroom. It was like the middle of the living room. (laughs) So like when I would have clients come over, I'd be like, my brother lives at home still. And I'd be like, Holden close your door. Like (laughs) I have people coming over. You better be quiet. Don't invite your friends over. It was like, (laughs) I hated it so bad, but I had to like tell everyone to be quiet, but you know, you start somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. I started on my couch as you guys have all heard before. Yeah. (laughs) I started my first few clients were, you know, like the benches that go at the end of your bed. Yeah. I like had them lay on that. (laughs) So embarrassing, but 
That's so funny. Yeah, it goes to show we all start somewhere. Mm. So if you are currently putting a client on your bench, you can still grow from there. Don't worry about it. But that being said, Amazon has massage tables that are like $80. Yeah, if I would have known And it's like 1,000 times more comfortable and convenient for you. So if you are on your couch, just invest in a little (laughs) massage table. Yeah, we'll link them on our show notes too. They're literally like $80 or $90. Yeah. Yeah. And they're super easy. Like, if you're doing it in your house, you can fold them up, put it in the closet. They're really small. Yeah. In a bag. They're portable. Yeah. <laughs> Go to people's houses, whatever yeah. you need to do. We know you're out there hustling. Oh, I did it out of... Well, he was my boyfriend at the time, but he lived in Salt Lake with a bunch of baseball players, and uh-huh. I literally kicked them all out one day, and I'm like, guys, I have to take clients in Salt Lake today. I'm doing that out of your <laughs> living room. And I made them all leave. I cleaned their whole house and took clients out of their living room. So that's good time. Amazing. You gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah, when you're starting out. I get I it. So then when did you start bringing people on your team? Okay, so I, um, let's see. So once I opened my place, which was about, it was exactly a year from when I started, like took my very first client was when I opened my studio. Um, and I started with just a couple girls. It was, honestly, it was hard for me to find people that, like, one, I clicked with, but two, like, they're, like, they performed well. You know, like, it was, I, I feel like I was finding one or the other. Like, they were performing really great. And that's, that's more important, I would say. But then it was also, like, important to me to, like, find girls that, like, got along good and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, meshed well together. So I think finding somebody who is both took me a long time yeah so it's hard yeah it is. it's harder than you'd think <laughs> it really is people um, are crazy <laughs> just kidding but no like it's it's yeah, hard to find yeah. people who and I was getting frustrated with you know like they'd show up like 10 minutes late to an appointment and not even text their client so I'd be there and their client was there and I'm like hey like do you have an appointment because they're booth renters yeah do you have an appointment right now yeah with so-and-so and I'm like oh did she tell you she was gonna be late no and I'm like okay, well, let me call her. And so, yeah, that's where I was having a hard time. Like, if I'm not going to be 15 minutes early, I feel like I'm late. Like, I'm texting my client, hey, if you get there before me, I'm so, so, so sorry. Like, I'm going to be only 15 minutes early. And, like, they're probably (laughs) like, okay, you're over the top. But still, I stress out if my client gets there before me. Yeah. No, and I think they probably appreciate that and notice that. But, yeah, we – it's hard because we've had similar situations. Mm Mm-hmm. Where literally booth renters don't show up to their appointments. Yeah. Like, I've had people come. And it makes you look bad. And, and people like, don't understand that they're just booth renting. They're, yeah, they're going to go complain, oh, Taylor K. Browse is late. Like, I went and had an appointment there, and the girl never showed up, or the girl was late. Like, they're not going to say, oh, I actually went to this girl. Here's her Instagram handle. She was the girl. Like, they just see it as your salon. Yeah. And it just reflects on you. And I don't know. It's so hard because you're like, oh, booth renting, like you don't have to manage them. They can do their own thing. But it's like, no, because they're still in your place. Yeah. And they have to be living up to like your right. standards. So yeah, you want their money brand. for rent. But sometimes it's not worth that. <laughs> yeah. But they're a direct reflection of you, like whether you want to believe it or not, just because, yeah, they're still associated with your salon. So that's really what was hard was finding people who like made it a priority and, like, treated my business like I treated my business. Yeah. Yes. You know, that was hard. I feel like it's hard because no one's going to... No one's going to, No like, one's going to love it like you do. I do. Yeah. yeah, it's so... Uh, it's true, and it's hard. And we're still, like, trying to figure all this stuff out. And, like, we're, like, scared to bring new people on because we're, like, 
you just it just has to be the right fit mm-hmm. so do you do like an interview process or how do you how do you yeah. know who's right um I usually have them come like shadow for a day um I'll talk to them for like you know we'll, we'll chat I'll get a good idea of like the feel for them then they'll come and like I'll meet them um I listened to a podcast recently that did have a really good idea that I think if I do bring more girls on I'll definitely do but she has them like do a trial for two days oh that's so smart (laughs) like has like you know what podcast is it it's the pretty rich one I don't know I've heard of it yeah it's um her name's Sheila Bella it's called Pretty Rich. Yeah. And it's like kind of like this one. Like it's a beauty type podcast. Um, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to listen on my way she, home. Yeah. She says to do like a, like a two day type trial with these girls. So maybe like you bring in clients and then have them do it and just like see how they do and see how they fit in your salon. And yeah, she says to pick performance over, um, like whether like you think they're like pretty or like you like <laughs> yeah. talking to them and you want to be friends with them, like pick what like how they do things over that stuff but you want both like you want someone like you can mesh well with but I think picking somebody who's gonna work good and their work ethic is good and it shows you know yeah I think that's more important I think it's important that you know like before like not rushing into getting people but knowing like what your standards are yeah like do you want people to sell retail okay then you better ask about like their sales history and you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you like have them sell to like you said see if they'll actually sell products if that's not a standard to you then that's fine if one of your standards is like dress code you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you but I feel like you have to figure out who you are as a brand and what you're wanting to represent so that you can bring on the right people it took me two years to fill all my booths really because I was picky yeah that's good yeah and I'm sure it was so worth it rather than just having the money the money come in every month yeah yeah it's definitely nice now that they are full, but yeah, yeah for totally. a while I was taking a lot out of my own pocket just to cover, you know, what was left, but yeah, it was worth it. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. So how many girls are on your team? There's, did I already ask this? There's no. seven, including me. Seven, including you. And are they booth rent, commission? How do you? There's one commission. So she... I hired her actually when I went on maternity leave to take all over like all of my clientele um, just so I had somewhere to send them that was still at my place um, and then she stayed on so she uh, me and her kind of like she takes a lot of my overflow so I'm trying to help her build her clientele and then everyone else is booth renters everyone kind of does different things like we don't just do brows there I'm pretty much, there's a few girls who do brows, but everyone else does, like, lash extensions. We do the teeth whitening, lash lifts. If I was going to, like, want to do commission somewhere, I would try to find somewhere who, like, with us, all my overflow goes to her. So, and then I'm, like, also helping. So, I only work three days a week. So, I just tell her, like, everyone who texts me, hey, can you get me on Friday? I say, I don't work Fridays, but Markel does. I'll book you with her. So... Yeah. I mean, getting with somebody who's busy that will help you fill your books. I think that's make that makes commission work really well um, and fill your books. What else? Does she work um, opposite days of you or do you guys ever work together? She works opposite days as me. That's smart. That's probably nice. Yeah. And do you expect her to fill her books as well or is she just solely expecting you to fill her books? No, I expect her. And we set goals. So, like, every month we have a team meeting and I go around and I'm like, okay, everybody, what's your goal? And then with her, we kind of set, like... Like, this month, I told her to post, like, she has to post 
every like once a day to Instagram because mm-hmm. I think that's been her biggest downfall. And she even t- like she told me that. And mm-hmm. um, I definitely notice like a lull in my business when I don't post Instagram. It's like if I want more clients to book, I'll like hurry and post and then people book. Yeah. So I definitely <laughs> think that like seriously has to do with each other. So um, just helping her with her social media stuff. And um, I don't know, like I I never really did it, but I she's doing it and it's working for her. Um, she's like getting business cards made and yeah. like handing them out to people. Like, you know, That's I don't awesome. know. Just yeah. little tips. I don't know. Like They're hustling. Yeah. No, I think it's important for people to understand like that it does take so much work to fill your books. It's hard. And I feel like people get out of school and then they get discouraged because they're like, wait, where is, like, my thousands of clients that are filling my days? But it's, Mm -hmm. like, you have to go out and hand out business cards. You have to be posting on Instagram every day. You have to, like, you have to be working so hard. And then when you have your clients, you have to be treating them really well and, you know, letting them earn discount. Like, you have to be very, very strategic. And kind of at first, I remember when I first started, I was taking clients, like, at 10 o'clock at night because that's (laughs) when they could get in. Yes. Like, that's when worked for them. I don't do that anymore, but... Thank goodness. Those are uh, yeah. rough days. But I think you have to definitely... You have to give up a lot in the beginning, and you have to make... Be the, flexible. Yes. Um, you have to just... What time works for you? Okay, like... I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to... Even though you don't want to do it at 10 o'clock at night, you have to do it. And then usually you can gain a loyal clientele that way, and they'll stay with you. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I've done many midnight spray tans in my laundry uh-huh. room. Yep. Oh, gosh. Um, are there any mistakes that come to mind that maybe you did when you were building your business that, like, looking back now, you wish you hadn't have done or something that you learned from? Yeah. Um, I would say at first I was just, like, I got a square reader and was just taking, like, credit cards and, like, not knowing really where my money was going Um, and then like my business expenses, I was just putting on like personal credit cards and personal debit cards, you know, just like mixing personal with business. And after a year, it was just such a mess. And so I wish I would have done it right from the start, like gotten a business bank account, um, a business credit card to put all of my business expenses on. So I didn't really have to like save all my receipts and all of that, you know, yeah. it was kind of just on my statement every month. Like I wish I just would have kept better track of my finances right from the start. Yeah. I think we all wish we could do that. <laughs> I'm still like, okay, I, I, I do still track. struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. But definitely having the separate accounts. I mean, having a business account really helps yeah. because you can, write that stuff off and you can just charge it on your business card and put your income into your, I don't know. It's, I mean, everyone runs their business different, but having a business account, I feel like will save you at tax season. And yeah. It's so unnecessary. I mean, it's <laughs> still, but it, it makes life easier. It makes life easier. And then you just give your accountant your like statements and you're like, okay. Yeah. And having an accountant too. Yeah. I didn't have an accountant at first and I was trying to do like TurboTax or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so having someone who knows what they're doing helps a lot and know like what kind of business write-offs you can get away with too. Like there's so many things I didn't even think of, you know, mm-hmm. like my massages is like, write it off. Like your back hurts from work. And I'm like, yeah. It does. Like, really, yeah. like, I feel like I need it from bending over all day. So, like, little things like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we have an accountant, and we probably couldn't survive without him. So, everyone get an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Is there, um, 
Is there anything else? Or do we go through other questions? I think we went through all of them unless you have anything else you feel like is helpful for someone to, to hear. Think. Well, like, okay, so when I first got started, um, like I said, like, people would come in saying, like, your eyebrows, you know? So I really do think that, like, you are your own best advertisement. Yes. Um, 100%. If you have, like, glowing skin, people are going to be like, what do you do for your skin? And Which, like, by the way, you do have glowing oh, skin. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably because I'm, like, kind of sweaty. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they're like, if you have glowing skin, it's like, oh, well, I'm an esthetician. Like, I can give you glowing skin, too. Yeah. And, like, I just think... Your, your own best advertisement. No, I th- and we talked about this in another podcast. I get my lashes filled, my extensions, every single Monday at 2 p.m. because I need them looking on point if I want people to come get lash extensions from me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't have your yeah. lashes. Yeah, like, you do you want lashes monkeys. like these? They're, like, half, <laughs> half full. I really need a fill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I will never, that will never happen to me. Every Monday, I'm getting them filled. Good for you. Okay, cool. All right, well... I mean, do you have any fun projects coming up? You just opened your new studio. I did, and it's coming along. So if you want to come by, come see it. Um, I want to see it. I know. Let's go. Yeah. I just, I got a new website. Well, it's getting built. It's almost launched. So that should be cool. Um, I'm starting to teach some classes. So kind of keep your eyes out for that. And you said you have a video that's in the works. Yes. So um, I'm working with a videographer right now to come up with. I have like, I swear, my, all of my microblading clients are so numb. Like I have the best numbing technique. So like just different things like that, that I'm going to um, like just different techniques that'll help you with your microblading and permanent makeup career. So that's that awesome. should be out in the next couple months. That's so, so cool. And yeah, will that be so like needed. for sale on your website or? Yeah, that'll be for sale on my website. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're going to need to get that. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. And you have, do you still have one booth open? Yes, I do. So I'm looking for somebody, um, literally anything like, I mean, obviously you have to be licensed and everything, <laughs> but. Um, and you have to show up on time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you, yeah. Professional. We, we don't ask for much. You just got to look the part and act the part. Yep. Uh, just do your job, you know? <laughs> um, but anybody, like, microblading, waxing, um, estheticians, nails, lashes, you name it. Um, you can just find me on Instagram and DM me if you're interested, and we can chat about it. And the new location is Centerville, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's fun. I know. I want to go I was there. looking for some to rent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, Taylor, thank you so much for coming and chatting with us today. It was was, so fun. It was way fun. Thank you for asking me to do it. And I feel like you gave some valuable tips that I've learned some things that I need to go put into practice. I need to go find those free mentors. Um, Yes. That sounds amazing. But, Kate, tell us where can everyone find you? What's your Instagram? Okay, so my Instagram is browsebytaylor. And then you can... Well, my new website is going to be taylorkbrows.com, but um, you can book with me right now. The link is in my bio on my Instagram. That's probably easiest. Perfect. Okay. Well, everyone go make sure you check out her page and show her some love. And then while you're at it, check out our page, which is Beauty Mavens Collective on Instagram. And then, yeah, we'll see you there. We'll we'll all be engaging with you. Yep. <laughs> Come on over. And then we'll head over to your pages. Okay, well, I think that's a wrap. And we'll see you next week. XO Beauty Mavens. Mavens.